This is Incredible Stories Podcast, Episode 36, The Priciest Potato. Hello, everyone. It's time for another Incredible Stories podcast. I'm Josh Virla, your bedraggled host. And thanks for being here. And make sure to share this episode. If you like it, share it. If you don't, share it anyway. Maybe someone else will like it. But you can let me know that you like it on any of our various social media platforms. I'll reference them at the end of the show, of course. And you can always send me an email at contact at IncredibleStoriesPodcast.com. So a co-worker of mine recently got back from a trip to Sweden and brought back a tale of a potato so special that the royal family of Denmark pays hundreds of dollars for it. He received this story from a taxicab driver who may or may not have access to see the future. But the story of the potatoes was intriguing, so I reached out to the Danish royal family to inquire about this expensive food. What kind of potato was this? How much do you actually buy it for? Etc. Well, surprisingly, the Royal Court Communications Department of Denmark got back to me, or rather more accurate, an intern got back to me. But sounds pretty good, so let me quote the message that I got from them. Dear Josh, thank you for the email. I can hereby inform you that we are not able to help with your request. Kind regards. End quote. Well, that wasn't helpful. The hereby part got me excited for a second, though. Sounds swanky. But I guess they weren't familiar with Incredible Stories podcast and didn't feel like divulging such sensitive information. No worries, I'll just do my own research. So, let's get in the dirt today, guys, because today we're talking about spuds. That's right, the terrific tubers, the tasty taters, also known as Murphys, and various other regional nicknames, and misnomers such as yams. But no matter what you call them, we can all agree that they are delicious. And according to Samwise Gamgee, you can boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. But how much would you pay for a potato? What if I told you there was a potato that fetches prices normally associated with caviar? I'm talking several hundred dollars a pound here. I know, crazy, right? Well, a specific potato, known as the La Bonnette potato, can fetch prices up to $350 a pound. Here's what I know. La Bonnette Potatoes, which are French for the Bonnette Potato, grows in, as you may have guessed, France, and particularly the island of Normortier. And I'm sure my French is excellent, so don't question it. But before I get into this ground edible, let's first look at the history of the potato. The potato has truly changed the world. After all, it's the fourth largest food crop in the world behind only rice, wheat, and corn. And like corn, it has its origins in the Americas, specifically Peru. So in the beginning, potatoes were cultivated in the Andes Mountains somewhere between five and 8,000 years ago. Kind of a big gap, but hey, they didn't have a potato spud book going on back then. 
And these plants produced tiny potatoes that were somewhat toxic, so to counter the poison, the local peoples would imitate the wildlife in the area that ate the potato. And the animals that ate the potatoes was a relative of the llama called a vacuna. But what the vacuna would do before eating toxic plants would be to eat some clay, which would attract the toxins into sticking to the clay particles instead of being absorbed by the body. Pretty smart. So people would bathe the wild taters in some sort of clay and water mixture before eating it. And they would eat it just like most people do today, boiled, mashed, roasted, etc. Eventually, the many isolated Andean villages would cultivate their own unique varieties of potato. The differing elevations and remoteness of populations allowed potato growers to find great diversity in the plant. In fact, there are more than 180 wild potato species and over 5,000 varieties of potatoes grown in the Andes, predominantly in the countries of Peru, Bolivia, and Ecuador. Bottom line is, potatoes are versatile and diverse, which is why they are so popular around the world. Since the first conquistadors entered the region in 1532, their culinary use was evident. Within 30 years, the Spanish were exporting the round tasties throughout their empire, and they were reaching countries like the Netherlands and France. And France is home to the most expensive potato in the world, of course. But before I get there, a little bit more about the spread of the potato in France by Antoine Augustin Parmentier. Think of him as the Johnny Potato Seed or the George Washington Carver of potatoes. Side note about dishes with the name of Parmentier in it will contain potatoes. That's how big a deal this guy was in the potato world. He's got dishes named after him. So Antoine served during the Seven Years' War in the French army between 1756 and 1763. Before his involvement, Europeans were a bit leery of the potato. See, they didn't trust it, and some thought it bland, starchy, and fart-inducing. Throw on top of that, it's a member of the Nightshade family, which of course has some deadly members. But when Antoine was held prisoner several times during the Seven Years' War, he was fed nothing but potatoes, or mostly potatoes, and he survived on them, which fascinated him that this tuber kept him healthy during his captivity. So of course this made him want to explore it more, and as a result, when the war was over, he dedicated his life to spreading the good word of the potato. And he had street cred being a pharmacist and pioneering nutritional chemist. So what Antoine did was take advantage of some food shortages, namely grain due to price lifting. This meant that the price of grain skyrocketed, causing peasants to have less access to them. So Antoine said, hey peasants, eat this thing instead. It grows in the ground, is hardy, and nutritious. He even staged an all-potato dinner with swanky guests such as Thomas Jefferson, whom allegedly introduced the french fry to America after this dinner. Not his first food myth, by the way. Thomas Jefferson was no stranger to that. He is, after all, sometimes credited with inventing mac and cheese. But although that is very debatable. One thing isn't debatable, though. The potato grew more and more popular as people got more comfortable with it. 
In fact, just about every potato variety in France today are descendants of a few specimens first brought there by the Spaniards. And Antoine's constant pushing of growing the potato meant that they were all planted from offshoots of these few parent plants, or clones if you will. This would be considered a monoculture, which is the cultivation of a single crop in a given area. But remember potatoes are very adaptable, and of course, many varieties developed. There are more than 350 French potato varieties, and one of those varieties is the prize La Bonnette. The small white unassuming potato comes from the island of Noirmoutier, and specifically the northern part of the small island. The island is only about 7.5 square miles and is situated just west of mainland France in the Atlantic Ocean. As mentioned before, these potatoes have been known to fetch a price of about $350 a pound. Why? Well, for starters, like most things French, they are very delicate. Seriously, these things are fragile and don't ship well, so they are seen in a relatively small geographic region. And because they are so fragile, they have to be hand harvested. Unlike the hardy American Idaho potato, which is essentially so durable as to be ripped from the ground by giant machines and flung into a large bin with many, many other American potatoes. Our spuds don't run. Sons of Dirtland, I am Tater Wallace. Tater Wallace is seven feet long. Yes, I've heard. Kills tubers by the hundreds. And if he were here, he could consume the French fries with fireballs from his mini, mini eyes and bolts of lightning from his roots. I am Tater Wallace. And I see a whole army of my potato men here in defiance of harvest. You have come to fight as free spuds. And free spuds you are. What would you do without freedom to grow? Will you fight against the machines of harvest? Fight? Against that? No. We will be handpicked and we will live. I open it. Fight, and you may be harvested. Run, and you'll grow. At least for a season. And vine rotting from your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that one chance? Just one chance to come back here and tell our farmers that they may take our skins, but they'll never take our freedom! Hmm... American potatoes sound a lot like Scottish potatoes. But another factor in the costliness of the La Bonette is that there aren't a lot of growers of this tuber. It's relegated to just this one portion of the island and is almost extinct, or at least it was. In fact, it would be if it weren't for some dedicated villagers who loved their little spuds. Between World War I and World War II, it was all but gone. This is a rare root, and only between 100 and 4,500 tons are harvested each year. And they are only available between April and July. It is said that the little tots have a slightly sweet and delicate taste with a hint of lemon and saltiness. What a unique flavor profile for a potato! 
How does it get this, Josh? Well, glad you asked. This is another reason to its price, and that is it is uniquely fertilized. Being an ocean island, these dirt diamonds are fertilized with seaweed. That's right. And seaweed imparts its own unique flavor profile into the dirt, which is absorbed by the potatoes. So those three factors contribute to its title as king of potatoes. The rarity, the harvesting method, and the fertilization. Now, so prized is this potato that locals have an annual festival in its honor, and it even has its own website. And I'll link that in the show notes so you can brush up on recipes and your French, or just use a handy Google Translator. Okay, so this potato is probably not something most of us would drop dollar dollar bills on, especially given that regular potatoes can be found for a mere $19.50 for 50 pounds, or, or roughly 39 cents per potato, or 2.4 cents an ounce, compared to the pricey $17,500 for 50 pounds for the Labanette, or $21.87 per ounce. Here are some things that cost about as much as that. Silver costs uh, around $15.56 an ounce. A 20-ounce bottle of Coke sells for about $1.79, so you could buy 11 of those for about 20 bucks. You can also buy about 2,250 ladybugs for just under $20, which would weigh about 1.5 ounces. Or, if you're feeling fancy, you could buy almost half a pound of escargot for about $56. Now, no doubt there are more expensive foods out there, but these will put a hole in your wallet. Luckily, there is some help on the way if you're just dying to try these culinary jewels. Potato breeders are trying to develop the La Bonette potato further so that it will become more commercially available, so not as fragile. But, in fact, in 2011, the British grocery chain Tesco started selling their own Labanette potatoes in the UK, which marked the first time the potato had been sold in such a way. They were able to do this because they took some French Labonettes and cultivated them on their own seaweed island called Jersey, which allowed for them to be grown closer to home and for cheaper. Apparently, the Isle of Jersey is pretty similar to Normortier, Tesco, it seems, started selling the tots below cost for just 2.65 pounds per kilo, or about $4.25 for 2.2 pounds in 2011. And that's, of course, converted to American monies. I guess Tesco is something like a Costco over there. I'm not sure. But don't get too excited. I couldn't find them actually still being sold at Tesco, so it very well may have just been a publicity stunt to get people in the doors to buy other stuff. I mean, after all, who just eats potatoes by themselves, right? But that's not to say they don't still sell them there at a loss, I just couldn't find it. But any UK listeners who go to Tesco, let me know if you can indeed buy them there for a ridiculously low price. But that's the story of the most expensive potato on the planet. And now you know what I know. I think fancy, expensive foods are something we all like to think about. Food is a universal thing all humans do. I mean, unless you're dead, you do eat. And learning about foods that are mind-boggling expensive is fun to ponder eating because I sure as hell am not dropping that much money on a potato. But you know there is another potato, or at least a chip, 
that fancies itself as the most expensive. There is a Swedish company that sells five potato chips for $59. You heard that right. At $11.83 a piece, the St. Eric's Brewery markets this chip as the world's most exclusive potato chip and only sells 100 boxes per edition. It comes with a document of authenticity. Nobody wants any fake-ass potato chips. And at first, I thought there were five fabulous flavors. But I think each chip is composed of the following ingredients. Matsutake mushroom, truffle seaweed, crown dill, leek sand onion, and Indian pale ale wort. And it is made from a potato that is also hand-harvested, grown on the renowned Potato Hill in Sweden. It's called the Amarnas potato, and it shouldn't be growing so far north. But the hill is situated just so, and made from rocks so as to coax potato growth. I couldn't find how much these potatoes sell for individually, but it is certain that they are less than La Bonette. And I'm not even certain if it's a specific variety of potato grown here. Check the show notes, guys. But let's convert these to ounces to compare it to the La Bonette. So, by my best calculations, these chips weigh about 2 grams each. They look kind of like a Pringle, so I'm using a Pringle chip for reference. Now, about 28 grams equals an ounce, so some mathematical calculations tell me that these chips would cost about $167.69 per ounce. More expensive per ounce than the La Bonette, but these are a finished product. A high-end tater mixed with other high-end ingredients, and not a raw, natural piece of produce. So, in my book, the La Bonette still holds the title. But I'll put a link to these fancy chips in the show notes if you want to try and buy some. But FYI, they are probably sold out. But now for something that isn't sold out. The Haiku... They may be fancy, cost a lot, but remember, they are dirty roots. And that's all for this time. Check out our main site for other stories on IncredibleStoriesPodcast.com. Send me an email or haiku or show suggestion at contact at IncredibleStoriesPodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at IncredPod. Rate us on iTunes and peep us out on YouTube and Stitcher. For Incredible Stories Podcast, I'm Josh, and remember, the journey of a thousand tales begins with the first word.